How you doing? How you doing? This is Justin Trace and Dan Cooper. Ladies and gentlemen, summer vacation is over with for us. Austin needed one more week of summer vacation. We get it. He's soaking up the sun. He's running triathlons. He's 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 living his best life. Hot boy summer for him. We get it. We love it. We love it for him. But Dan and I are back to business. We I've been wanting to get back on this podcast for like two weeks. So I'm very excited to be back. Dan, how's the summer? Man, it was great. And, uh, you know, got a lot of time in the sun. Not as much as Austin, probably. Got some things done around the house, you know, with that whole extra one weeknight, uh, not recording week made all the difference in the world. But like you said, it is so good to be back. I feel like the last couple of days we've been texting and I felt like that guy in high school who was like shooting his shot on the head cheerleader. And all of a sudden now it's Friday night, it's date night, game time. And I could not be more excited. I am shaking. This is a uh, could not wait to be back. We're ramping up. NFL's close. College football's closer. Betting season is literally at the tip of our tongue. Man, I tell you what, and just like a team we're going to talk about tonight, we are back. We are back. <laughs> I Confession, I have opened up my betting app every day for the last week just because I missed it. I couldn't make any bets. There aren't any bets. There's no games going on. But I just missed it, so I had to open it. So very excited. Um, so we're gonna dive into it. We have some NFL news that we're gonna talk about because everybody loves NFL. We love NFL, but we do know we have a, like a short little two week window right now before like all training camp really gets ramped up. I know everybody starts basically this week and next week, but like give it another two weeks, basically the time that Hard Knocks comes out. So we we want to really dive into college football the next two weeks. Again, we'll talk about some NFL news at the end. But we're going to just dive right into it. We wanted to do some previews of the season and of certain conferences. So today, we're going to do the Big 12, the SEC, and G5. That is what we're going to do, those three. And then next week, we will do the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big 10. So very, very exciting times right now. Yeah, absolutely. And we're doing them a little different as we like to do everything just a little different here in Talking Football. So we're doing them from a superlative lens. So we're going to be talking about all these conferences. We're going to have your conference champ. You're most likely to make the playoff besides the conference champ. The doormat team. So who's going to get ran over? Looking at you, Hawaii. Our favorite Heisman bet. Not the Heisman candidate. Our favorite Heisman bet, because you know we're all about making money here on Talking Football. Then give it our top defender, game of the year, and our favorite team, our team we're most looking forward to bet on this season. Yep. So I guess let's Let's kick things off. Started with the Big 12. All right. Texas. Texas is my conference champion. We're in year three of Stark, 16 returning starters. All four losses last year, extremely quality. Small losses. This team did not get blown out. I know they lost B. John Robinson, Therese, but you can't tell me this isn't the most complete Texas team in the last probably eight years. Yes. And They're just sound. They're yeah. just sound. I'm going to have a take right here. And again, like, why not? Why not start off with a somewhat hot take? Um, getting Xavier Worthy back. Because let's not forget that he like basically got hurt week one or like during the training camp. I can't even remember. It was early. Um, 
that that is more of a game than them losing Bijan Robinson. Absolutely. I with what he can do for your offense, especially with a quarterback room, like Quinn Ewers, Archie Manning, whoever it's gonna be Quinn to start it's gonna be Quinn the season. I think it should be Quinn all season, to be honest with you. But um yeah, that's gonna be fun. It is gonna, it is be, gonna be and it is gonna be a massive middle finger to the rest of the conference as this is their last year in the Big Twelve. Yeah, and I really wanted to pick them as conference champ, but I, and I deep down I kind of think it is going to be them. Like I think that they they're going to walk away as the champs, like which is going to be you know iconic because they haven't really won. What last time they won this conference was two thousand nine, so it's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah, and so I I think they will, but I didn't go with them. I went with Texas Tech. This oh. Team, this team brought back a ton of players, brought in a ton of transfer portal guys that have experience. They brought in their they have a ton of like fourth and fifth year seniors. I just really like this team. They brought back two quarterbacks that played a ton last year because they had injuries. Uh their defense is pretty studly. I know they lost, you know, stud defensive end in the draft and they lost a few other players, but I really like what they they brought. And part of it is I just really, really like their schedule. They have a weak schedule when it comes oh, to it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about schedules tonight. Okay, good. So let me just read, <laughs> let me just read off the first like six or seven games of Texas Tech. Okay, they play Wyoming. That's a win. Then they play Oregon, which is going to be extremely, extremely tough. But it's the home opener for Tech, so I think that 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 goes with something. And then they got Tarleton. Didn't even know that was a college. Um, and then they got West Virginia, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And then Houston and then Baylor, Kansas State, BYU, TCU, Kansas, UCF, Texas. That's their whole schedule. I know I said I was only going to go over a few. End up going over all of it. But like I could easily see them winning one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, I could easily see them winning seven out of their first eight. Right. And you, as you know, as well, I do, once you start out hot, it's very easy to stay hot. Yes. You know, it's a lot easier than burying yourself 0 and 2, 0 and 3, and then trying to get out of a hole the rest of the season. That was puts pressure on. So, yeah, no, it's, we're going to talk about schedules again tonight. I actually very soon. Okay, cool. Well, so that's who I got. So let's All go right. on to non conference champ. To most, yeah, of- the runner up, the runner up. Who you think, you know, we see this all the time in the SEC, but we're equal opportunity. It could happen to anybody. So in the classic Alabama-Georgia situation where you have your conference champion, but you have a non-conference champion who could still technically maybe sort of sneak into the playoff, this is where they get a shot. Why don't you go ahead and give me yours? All up TCU last year. Let's not forget, Kansas State beat them in the Big 12, and they were the champs, not TCU. So that's this is the, that example. And this is where I went with Texas. Because again, I could easily see Texas. Shit, I could see them running the table, beating Tech, and then they play them back to back weeks, and Tech gets them the uh, you know the better half of them on the second round. But then the committee doesn't hold that against Texas. So I'm going to go sure. with te- Texas here for for that basically runner up that could make the playoffs. So you went a little spicy with Texas Tech as a conference champion. I'm going to get a little spicy with my runner up here. I'm actually going to go with the Baylor Bears. Okay. So they got Richard Reese. He's going to carry the load on offensive tailback. 
1,000 yards, 14 touchdowns as true sophomore last year. And they brought in Dominic Richardson, a transfer from Oklahoma State. The last time Baylor was able to run the ball was 2021. They ran for 220 yards a game, 5.5 yards per carry. Abram Smith, I believe, was the lead tailback. Dave Aranda is a truly phenomenal defensive coordinator. He's their head coach. The guy can coach defense. He's from the Wisconsin school. Run the ball, play good defense. They're the only team in the conference that's willing to do that. So I think maybe we're going to get some bully ball. 2021, they went 12-2. and two. I'm looking at their schedule. I told you this was going to come up. I'm not confident that they don't do something similar. Their first four games are at home. Texas State, Easy Dub, Utah. That one's going to be tough, kids. Long Island, didn't know they were a school. And then they get Texas, another tough game. But then it gets incredibly easy. But those four games all being at home to start the year, if they can steal either the Utah or the Texas game, we're going to be talking about the Baylor Bears. thousand percent. Am I making a mistake not going to Waco in September? I mean, if you want to check flights with me, we can so, check flights. <laughs> so I'm I'm not going because I'm going to Vegas that weekend. Wow, the struggle. I'm gonna the drive struggle. an hour to Vegas. I know we're we're doing so we're gonna watch the Utah game and then that Sunday is obviously opening Sunday for the NFL and we're going to the casino with the pools and we're gonna hang out at the pools oh, and sure. watch all the games and obviously just bet all my money away. It's going to be great. Yeah, wow, that sucks, dude. I know. It's, hate that. Hate that. Hate, hate that hate life. It. Hate that for me. All right. Conference, doormat, worst football teams. I told you I was going to bring up West Virginia later. It is West Virginia. This team was bad last year. They lost players, and they're not going to be any better this year. They're going to be worse. So it's West Virginia that's going to take last. I will say I I considered who you took as well, but I think those are the bottom two teams. Maybe yeah, and I – Houston Likewise, well. I was very close to picking West Virginia, but I had to mention this team for this. So for a my doormat team, I'm going my beloved Bearcats. Okay. I have been pounding the table for you since we the year the Bearcats made the playoff. I was on them in freaking April. Okay. Rode that shit, bought a t-shirt. Coach Fick left, and he took literally everyone on that staff worth a score to piss with him. And then he took all the good players. And then he took the good recruits. And Cincinnati turned, and what did they do? They hired Scott Satterfield. And Louisville was absolutely elated to get rid of him. That was a sinking ship. That's not a good sign for Cincinnati. I think the roster's empty. They're getting bumped up to a more competitive league. It could be a very long year for our beloved Bearcats. And I'm I'm not looking forward to it. So spoiler alert, they are definitely not my favorite team to bet on this year. Definitely. Okay. Not. Um, uh, I will say, sorry, I will say I don't think it's gonna be pretty for any of these new Big 12 teams. I think they're no. all I think they're all in real like they wish that they were in the Big 12 two years ago, like when it got announced. I think they mm-hmm. have all gotten dramatically worse. Yeah. I think they all they were all like at their peak two years ago. Yep. And since then, there's been a lull mm-hmm. for reasons they control and things they can't. Like Cincinnati, they can't control that Luke Fickle left. Like that's, that's not their fault. It is their fault that they hired Scott Satterfield. Exactly. That's a problem. Yep. But BYU anyway. can't can't even get home 
homegrown talent. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like U- Utah's stealing it from them. Houston's going down. Like T or UCF. Uh, I could UCF, argue. always, they kind of hang, yeah. They're just hanging. I was about to say, I could always argue that. Um, all right. Favorite Heisman bet, offensive player. I'm going with Quinn. Quinn Ewers, like he's plus 1,400. He's like the fourth or fifth fav- most or highest favorite in out of the whole league, out of the whole NCAA. But if Texas is back, that means he's back. And that means, I mean, if he, if they make the playoffs, he 1,000% is going to New York. Oh, yeah. He'll be on the podium, definitely. It, Texas quarterbacks and Notre Dame quarterbacks. Like they, they're guaranteed. It's an easy, it's an easy end. Yep, exactly. Uh, for mine, I'm going to go Jalen Daniels, quarterback at Kansas, our beloved Jayhawks. And this is simply a, if this kid can stay healthy for the season, he's going to put up bonkers numbers because he's an absolute menace in that offense. Yeah. Agreed. Absolute menace. Yeah. Uh, 25 total touchdowns last year, and he is at plus 10,000. So if you want to ride, that's a fun ride. That's a very, uh, very fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, uh, on the defensive side, we went talking about the Big 12 now for probably 10 minutes, and we have not mentioned Oklahoma once. So yeah. uh, gonna give gonna give Oklahoma a shout out. Danny Stutzman, 6'4, 235 pound linebacker, 126 tackles, three sacks. My only problem with him is uh him and I, I would say we need to talk eye to eye. I would need a very small stool, and then we could talk eye to eye. Dude, you you can't play linebacker and wear number 28. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just not cool. Not if cool. you want to play in the NFL, I'm going to need you to wear like 50, 51, 54, 55. Be a man. Be a man. Get a better number. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. I'm going to go with my top defender. I'm going to go with Jalen Ford out of Texas. Uh, Texas, we said a lot about them um, so far, and I'm just going to continue that. He had 119 tackles last year with four interceptions, a couple sacks, a couple forced fumbles, and a couple fumble recoveries. Now coming into his senior year, uh, he's going to be the heart and soul of this defense. So give me Jalen Ford here. Love it. And uh, game of the year, I think this is very open and shut. It's Texas at Bama. Uh, Texas had Bama on the ropes multiple times last year. Injuries to Queen Ewers, it things just kind of fell apart for Texas in the end. Um, but Texas Bama, that is a game that we're going to talk about a lot at the beginning of the year and could definitely play a very large part in the playoff committee seating come the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually week two as well, which I'm super excited about. It's super early in the season. So it was last year too. It was was. like Labor weekend after Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yep. Um, all right. And then, uh, teams you're most, I'm sorry. I, I said done as in like, yes, I did the same exact bet Texas Bama, uh, team you're most looking forward to betting on, uh, tech obviously, cause I have them winning the conference. I think that I'm going to be able to cash some money on them early on in the season. And then we, you already chose one. I chose two cause I'm cheating. Um, we both chose Kansas as well. Uh, Hell yeah, dude! They're so fun. They're so fun, and they're actually their win total is pretty low this year. Like I thought, it would, I thought it would be higher. What is it like six, six and a half? Six and a half, yeah, six and a yeah. half. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, Lance Leopold's got those boys running in one, in one, uh, one direction, and it's yep. they're fun. And they, I like how they're so aggressive. Yeah, you know, and it's a uh, exotic Smash Mouth football at its finest. Yep. Okay, that was a good warm up, and now it just means 
more. We're talking SEC football, folks. Uh, I think the first two, we can just lump them together. Yep. Uh, put them in whatever order you want. I'm going on a champion circuit, and I have Georgia as a conference champion. They're 29-1 and one the last two years. In the first month of the season, let's, we do this all the time with Alabama. I say, they don't play anybody. They don't play anybody. The first month of the season, here is Georgia's schedule. UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, and UAB. All four of those games are at home. Yep. Really? Yeah. Kirby? 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 Really? I don't know. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. I will and then say- the runner-up, very short, is Alabama. Nick Saban's there. End of story. And he's pissed. He's always pissed. Have a Pepsi. I know, but he's really pissed. Like it's Coke. He, is it Pepsi or Coke? It's Coke. I don't know. I, I, I don't. So he's got on the podium. I think it's Coke. Oh, I think it's Coke. I think it's Coke. But like, I think this Alabama team's going to be. It's going to be well. It's going to be interesting because you just don't know who's going to be their quarterback yet. Like that's right. that's that's the fun part about that. But yes, same exact thing. I'm with the dogs, conference champ. We're with Bama second. Uh, doormat team. I went with Vandy. Uh, Vandy's they're just rough, man. Like, if you want to see Vandy, like, basically every year you look and they have like anywhere from like two to four wins. Mm-hmm. And like, what, like, what was it? like four or five years ago? They had this random run where they, I think they won like five or six. That was a year that the Vandy player was like, they, they were undefeated and they're like, yeah, that's it. And they're like, we're not scared of you, Bama. And then the next Saturday they played Bama and they lost 49 nothing. So that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for my team, I got Mississippi State. T's and P's. Rest in peace, Coach Leach. Leach, you can't replace a man like that. And they've lost a bunch of players to the transfer portal. I think this is going to be a soft year to reset next year. I really do. Um, I just feel like it's going to be a long build to get back up to relevancy uh, for Mississippi State. But uh, – my favorite Heisman bet is actually Joe Milton, and I can't believe you didn't take this one. I was very shocked you didn't take the Tennessee quarterback. Joe Milton at plus $2,500. I'm willing to say right now on the podcast, Joe Milton has the strongest arm in college football. Yes, he does. Like, I don't think that's even a debate, folks. Uh, he's in an extremely QB-friendly system. We saw that last year. Last year when he filled in, he completed 65% of his passes, 10 Touchdowns, no interceptions. Oh, no. That's bonkers. It is. And I like, didn't, for the record, this... I didn't take him because you took him. I saw that you are. Okay. That's okay. I, I was like, this screams trees. Yeah, exactly. And everybody knew that I was on BAM, or I mean, sorry, Tennessee early last year. I was telling everybody to bet on him. Again, I was. You were AC- Captain Hendon Hooker, man. I, yeah, I was. And I was one ACL away from popping a four $4,400 bet. So um, that was unfortunate. Um, so <laughs> that was unfortunate. <laughs> so I'm going to take Carson Beck uh, at plus 2000 Carson Beck being the, uh, the Georgia quarterback now taking over for Stenson Bennett. Um, Beck is a stud. He's a highly recruited quarterback, very smart, very athletic. He can do it all. Like if you watch anything Georgia related, everybody is super excited about him. And a lot of people can thought if Beck struggled or Benson struggled at all last year, Beck was going to take over. Um, 
obviously that didn't happen and Georgia ran the table, but uh, Georgia quarterback is going to be on the top team. You just told me their schedule for the first month. He's going to rack up crazy stats in that area. Plus 2000. If you're the number one team in the nation, like you're probably going to end up getting some Heisman votes. So give me, yeah, give definitely. me a right there. Yeah, um, I think that's a great pick. Thank you. Uh, top defender. I'm going with Dallas Turner linebacker slash end from Alabama. A uh, really good year two years ago, nine sacks, eight and a half sacks. He only had four last year, but again, he was he was splitting time with Will Anderson, who was ends up in the number three overall pick. Uh, now it's his show. So give me Dallas, Dallas Turner for, for Bama here. Yeah, and you know, it, it sounds silly to say, but as an Alabama player, you know, fill in the Mad Libs about being, you know, a well-schooled player, technically sound, a hard worker, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, for my defender, I'm going to go Harold Perkins from LSU, the uh, strong side backer. Last year, played full-time as a true freshman and had seven and a half sacks, 72 tackles. If you're an NFL draft guy, this is a name you want to circle, okay? When you're playing as a true freshman, an 18-year-old kid in the SEC, racking up seven and a half sacks, that's worth noting. Absolutely worth noting. Uh, I'm actually sticking with LSU and going LSU at Bama. This game always ends up tight. It's always got some extra juice in it. I understand that Georgia Bama is going to be a hell of a game when they play regardless, but LSU Bama's got some juice. And this could be one of those years where, you know, either Georgia or Bama doesn't get into the championship because LSU finds it. So that's big game of the year for me in the SC. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened last year, right? LSU got in because they beat Bama. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be the same thing. Yep. And my reason of what, what I was saying that Bama's going to be pissed, this is not one of the other reasons. They lost to LSU and didn't get into the conference championship. So, um, yeah, I also have LSU-Bama, so copying the, you there on that one. Um now, SE or sorry, what are we talking about now? Team, your most favorite team to bet on. Yes, I told you this what two months ago. I, I just randomly texted you. I was like, I got my team. I got my team this year, and it's South Carolina. They brought back a ton That's of there. players that I really like, and they they lost good tight ends and they brought in a ton of good tight ends. Like they might be stronger and that's what they lost the most of. So um, I'm super excited to bet on South Carolina this year on just some overs and just, I think they're going to knock some people off this year. They, they ended the year off super hot. Everybody remembers that they're the ones that knocked off Tennessee um, after the injury. Um, yeah. So I'm going, with, I'm going with South Carolina. Go game. A little Beamer, a little Beamer ball, yeah. Beamer ball for trees. Uh, anyone who's been following the show for any amount of time understands that my SEC favorite team to bet on is very simple because I have an addiction to Lane Kiffin and overs, and I can't help myself. So mine is Mississippi, our boy, Jackson Dart. Yes. They got they have my uh, adopted son from UTSA transferred in, Zakari Franklin, who's an absolute freaking baller. I got to stop talking about this because I'm looking at the schedule now and I'm like, man, first couple weeks, Mercer, Georgia Tech before Bama. I'm going to close the book. I can't look at that anymore. Let's move on to the G5. I got to limit myself. It's still July. I can't expose myself to that much Lane Kiffin yet. 
Yeah, you got to wait until late August for that. All right, yeah. G5s, conference champs. Obviously, this could be a whole bunch of different conferences at this point, so it's not going to make total sense, but we wanted to get all G5s in here. Um, and, of course, I'm going with a team that re-rode last year before anybody else did. I want to make sure that that is super clear. We were on the Tulane train before anybody. Yeah, right. The Green Wave, we were on that. I specifically remember Riding talking. that damn wave. Yep. The week before they played Kansas State, we talked about them. And then I made a huge bet during that week for Kansas State Tulane. And then we rode them ever since. And then everybody else jumped on that wagon. It is Tulane for me again. They bring back Pratt, their quarterback, their head coach does not leave, stays around. Their defense just got better last year. It was deadly. Fuck you, Caleb Williams. Suck it. Let's not forget. Let's Easiest not forget bet of bowl season. Easiest bet of bowl season. And I'm riding the wave again for G5. Give me Tulane. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, Tulane's going to be awesome. Uh, so for my G5 conference champion, most likely to play in a New Year's Six game, however we want to build it up, is actually Boise State. I think Boise's on the way back up. I really do. Finally going to um, – we're under a third year here with Andy Avalos. Taylor Green might be worth a price of admission to watch a Boise State game. He's electric. 3,000 total yards last year, 24 total touchdowns as a redshirt freshman. Boise brings back 14 starters, which is kind of insane that, that they didn't lose anybody to transfer portal uh, for being a G5 team. Usually they get absolutely taken advantage of. Look what's happened to UTSA losing Zakari Franklin. So, yeah, I think Boise State's kind of got it going here in the Mountain West, and they still have that name value that if they get, you know, 10, 11 wins, they're going to be in that New Year Six conversation, depending how other, you know, dominoes fall. Uh, my runner-up for most likely to play in a New Year Six, SMU. Interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I was digging deep and I wanted it. Man, their schedule is light. Holy buckets. Uh, outside of Oklahoma, they do play Oklahoma, which is a huge game. And Oklahoma's been known to stumble in such games. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so they had 16 starters coming back. And I'm willing to say it, under now head coach Rhett Lashley, last two years, yards per game, 490, 466 points per game, 41.8, 38.4. SMU has the most exciting offense in Dallas. At Interesting. Okay. Cowboy fans. Yeah, yeah. At Cowboys fans. <laughs> at at Jerry Jones. So I'm just saying, like, I think SMU Point Express is going to be pretty fun. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, I am going to go with the team that I also rode last year a little bit, and that is James Madison. Um, really, really like James Madison here. They did lose their quarterbacks, which is going to be tough. Who had. 2,700 yards, um, 25 touchdowns, but I think they'll be able to recover. Um, the biggest thing here is they have to be in this conference, which they are now in the Sunbelt Conference. This is their second year, but the first two years, like they were, I don't, I want to call it probation. I don't know. Like they, they, they can't make bowl games because they didn't mm-hmm. make one last year. So they're still in this. So they'd have to get permission basically. So like this one's like kind of weird because it's not really. Yeah. It's really. weird. Yeah. When you get bumped from FCS to FBS, they give you like two years where you can't make a bowl game because that way you don't have expectations. They're supposed to be building years. Yeah. But it's like, if you're good enough to make a bowl game, 
play the damn bowl game. Like, yeah. That should be a reward in itself. Exactly. This is another one of these like 1970s rules that it's just been an oversight. It's like, why is that still in place? Yeah. Yeah. Typical for sure. college football Typical. at NCAA. Yep. Exactly. So anyway, so I went with Jamie. Be better. I think they're going to be good. Um, doormat team, USF. They like, didn't win a game last year. I, I haven't heard anything that they've brought in anybody else to kind of change that. I know they fired their head coach halfway through the season. So we'll see how that goes when they have a full off season with the head coach, but um going with USF um, and this is strictly just going off of history of last year. No, that's totally fair. Uh, mine is also kind of going off last year and that's Hawaii. Um, the rainbow warriors since our Lord and savior Cole McDonald left the university have just fallen apart. It's hard to recruit at Hawaii. It is. You're on an Island in the middle of the ocean. They didn't portal. They didn't recruit. And they were really, really, really bad last year. Like probably the worst team in college football last year. So, yeah, good news, sweet uniforms. So when NCAA 24-25 comes out, they're going to be an awesome team to do a rebuild, like a dynasty with. For sure. But this fall when they actually play football, it's going to be very, very bad. Very so bad. we're on to 2024 with the Rainbow Warriors. Yes, uh, My favorite Heisman bet of the G5, I think is very simple, and I know you have the same one. It's Austin Reed. It's plus 30,000. And he's the quarterback at Western Kentucky. That's all you got to say. You put yep. quarterback Western Kentucky, you throw 40 to 50 touchdowns and like eight interceptions. I rode him last year in our in our college football <laughs> fantasy league. Rode him. I took him in yeah. my last two picks were quarterbacks and he was one of them and I loved it. I literally just was like, hell yeah. yeah. So fantastic. I will say one guy that I really wanted to take, but I, I wanted to be smart there. And that's why I took Austin Reed with you. Uh, Grayson McCall. Hmm. Yeah, he's just going to be so efficient once yep. again. Yep, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if that offense changes at all with the new head coach. But uh, stopping Grayson McCall Ooh-hoo-hoo. on the defensive side, I got Owen Porter, defensive end from Marshall last year, first team all Sun Belt Conference, nine and a half sacks, 60 tackles. Think he could be a bright spot for the thundering herd. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm going kind of local here. I'm going with Hunter Reynolds, the safety out of Utah State. Uh, he had over 95 tackles last year as a safety, uh, athletic, big dude. Uh, he just, he, he like jumped off the screen whenever I watched Utah State last year. So uh, given a little local thing there, uh, game of the year, your SEC team, maybe my G5 team, Ole Miss at Tulane. Hell that's yeah. going to be, that game's going to be stupid. So like that, that game's going to be very stupid. That game I is, I, I think that game is also week two by the way. Oh my God. Buckle up folks. Yeah. It's we're starting off the season. Great. Oh, that's awesome. My game is SMU at Oklahoma. Like I said, this could be the game that knocks Oklahoma out of the big 12 uh, championship run. could also vault SMU into a new year's six game. So I think that's a huge game, especially with that being somewhat of a rivalry, being close in distance there. Favorite team to bet on you go ahead and I'll finish up. Cause I have a large group of notes for mine. Perfect. Mine's Boise State. All the reasons you gave for them being like the best G5 team, give me Boise State here. All these returners, that's what you feel confident in in betting early on in the season. Guys that have played together a lot and understand their roles, give me Boise State here. Okay, my favorite team to bet on, and this is probably the thing I am most passionate out of everything we do the entire show, the entire year, is what G5 school I'm going to ride the year. Okay. And normally I do really freaking well on it. 
if you don't believe me, go back and listen to UTSA last year, Cincinnati. I I nailed this. This year, it's Texas State. They're going to be terrible. They're going to score a lot of points. Okay? Malik Hornsby, transfer from Arkansas, might be the fastest player in college football. Shit you not. Type him into YouTube, Malik Hornsby, and just be like, wow, he would be my favorite player on Madden. First-year head coach, J.G. Kinney, quarterback at Texas and Tulsa, NFL experience with the Jets, Eagles, and Giants last year. One-year head coach at Incarnate Word, went 12-2, and two, quarterback whisper. His quarterback won the Walter Payton Award. That is the FCS Heisman, okay? Quarterback guy, going to a small school in Texas, from Texas, played at Texas, knows how to recruit Texas. They portaled the shit out of this team, completely rebuilt them. Everybody's talking about Dion running the portal and rebuilding a team needs to pay attention to Texas State. This is going to be a very fun football team. I'm in. Give me the overs. I'm in. I, you convinced me. Like I had no, I had no take on this, but I'm in. Like we can write. You, when we, we get write, done, when we get done, I'm and I want everybody them. listening. Go to fucking go to go to YouTube. No free ads. Go to Google. Go wherever you want. Okay, look him up on MySpace. Malik Hornsby. Just watch this kid's highlights. Yeah. Okay. He's We're, awesome. Love it. Love it. All right. We're going to end off with a little NFL. This won't be two or three minutes, everybody. Stick with us. Okay. We've got three three stories. Let's go with the shortest one. Playoff Lenny. Working out for the Patriots today. Um, whatever. Like, okay. Cool. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, cool. Like, whatever. Does not affect Stevenson, whatever. Whatsoever in fantasy. Actually, I think it's better for Stevenson. Like, I don't think Stevenson's meant to have that 250 touches in the season. Like, let it be the last. Let Lenny take over a few things, take some carries, take some catches away from him, but efficiency will be there. So that's all it is. Patriots offense is going to be a joke, which is leads us into our next thing. A player that did not want to go to the Patriots because they could not sell him on the offensive scheme. DeAndre Hopkins decides to go to the Tennessee Titans. Just which is where back. aging veteran receivers go to die. It is true. It is true. <laughs> it I, just... I I do think he's in better condition and shape and all that than all those other guys were, but I I just don't get it from his standpoint. Like I just don't understand no. why he went there. It, it, it almost make makes you wonder what teams were interested. Yeah. Like if if the Chiefs were calling, hello. Exactly, like he's made his money, and obviously, I I can't say that. But like, I wouldn't take the money because like money speaks and stuff like that. And he did get a lot of money for his two year deal. And that's but, I think the two year deal is the clincher here. I think a lot of teams probably wanted him for one. Yeah. Tennessee was willing to give him a two year deal, <laughs> and as we see with running backs, getting that guaranteed second year is a huge. It, it's everything. Yeah, for sure. So it's interesting. We'll we'll see how it all plays out. Um, and I know it's a whole different GM. I get that. So I don't want people coming at me being like, that's why their GM got fired. But like, if you're willing to pay Hopkins this, why didn't you pay AJ Brown? And I again I get it. It was it's oh, a shit. GM, but like it's it's like as a as a fan, that's what I would be saying. So um, all right. And then last one, Saquon's comments today basically saying um my leverage is fuck you to the Giants is fantastic. Uh Good for the <sighs> brand. Um, just hilarious. I love it. Um, okay, so if we had to put a percent on it, what percent confidence are you that Saquon is a giant 
week one. A hundred percent. You're very confident he's a giant no matter what. Yes. Okay. Cause when you tell a team, fuck you, that does um cause some ripples. It does. But I, I think that Brian Dable is also that type of guy that's like, fuck yeah. Like that's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, yeah. Like, now we I, can pay him. Yeah, like I kind of just see that. So hundred percent. And I'll say that he's there on week one. I'll give it a ninety-five percent chance. Okay. Yes. That just reminds me. Um, so high school football just got started like with two a days here this week. Uh-huh. Um, our local high school is generally very, very good at football. So like if we don't make the third level of the playoffs every year, we're pissed. Okay. Like we're a very good small school. Last night was the first night of soft contact. Okay. For tackle soft contact before they got to the field, three fist fights broke out. <laughs> That's awesome. And all of late last year at Sulpit Softball, the older guys were like, oh, yeah, team's going to be good this year. Yeah. <laughs> team's going to be good. We we got the dogs. We got the dogs. Yeah, just a bunch of guys being dudes there on the football field. Love it. Love it. All right, cool. That does it. It's good. Again, I'm glad to be back. It was awesome. I'm excited for the season. Uh, a lot of good betting things are going to be happening between all of us. Uh, again, we all made a lot of money last year. So uh, come and ride with us this year. Yeah, everybody finished positive last year. Yeah, yep, exactly. So, I mean, all right. Saying, but... I'm not saying, but I'm saying. So, all right, we appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football.